0: Yo, this is Brandon Marshall from the Jets. What's up? This your boy, Lil Durk, you to Ballin' Out. Let's get it.
1: Hey guys, what's up?
2: I'm Natalie. Ball. This is Adele. And we are back with this week's episode of Ballin' Out. Whoop! episode 8 we're here yeah we're here again we, we're, like, we're still <laughs> amazed i mean it's been
3: it's, it's been a couple of Cut, wait, like a week and a half, I want to say, just because mm-hmm. I was on vacation and things have been crazy. And now Natalie's going on vacation.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, it's summer. That's that's just how we roll. We're trying to... We can't work all the time. You can't expect us to just be podcasting every you day. You know, we got to ball know.
3: out outside of this podcast, too.
2: So <laughs> Balling out is not just a podcast. It's a lifestyle. Um. <laughs> bingo. But
3: we return on a very crazy week because yes. not only do we have the NFL season returning, Yay. we also have the Olympics in Rio.
2: Yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on. And to suit the occasion, we have an action packed episode for you with not one, but two in-person interviews as in we were all just hanging out with these guys <laughs> we have Chicago rapper Little Dirk who Ooh. is promoting his new project yep Little Dirk
3: 2 times which I kept calling Little Dirk twice <laughs> <And> <laughs> but it's like... actually Little Dirk 2 times as you'll as you'll hear in the podcast he had to correct me and then right after that, I'm especially excited about this other guest. We have New York Jets wide receiver,
2: Brandon Marshall. Yes. And this was a special on-location treat for us because we got to go to a Soho penthouse and just, you know, do a you know, little bit fancy. Brandon Marshall. Very casual. We Even his kids
3: were there. They
2: were so sweet. They were adorable. I high-fived his daughter. It was a memory <laughs> that will stay with me forever. We were promised mimosas. They did not bring them to us, but it's okay. It's like, totally we'll, fine. It was still a turn up, regardless.
3: Definitely. Um, But you know, just looking through the past week's headlines, it just feels like there's always something going on. Let's start off first with Team USA doing their very special rendition of Vanessa Carlton's Thousand Miles.
0: (laughs)
2: interesting backstory here is that there was it was kind of tumultuous like getting to this point with Team USA because like all these people turned it down and it was Mm kind of like nobody wants to go to Rio because things are so chaotic there and no one wants the Zika virus exactly which is totally fair to be perfectly honest but they did you know ban some guys together who are obviously all great because the NBA is not wanting for excellent basketball players Um, and so they're just having a blast and like some people like Draymond Green having a little bit too much fun <laughs> but we can get to that later. Yeah. But they had this video that they posted um who was it, it was I DeMar think it was DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan's yeah, Instagram. He posted this video on Instagram of the guys singing <laughs> Vanessa Carlton's kind Wasser of like a throwback
3: miles. vision from the like, film White Chicks which was
2: they were great. Right. Singing in perfect. key. It was perfect. It's it like they so rehearsed good. it. And, like, they, I just, my favorite part is when they turn the camera around and there's Kevin Durant with, like, a comforter wrapped around his (laughs) head. And he was just like.
3: And then, as the Nick fan, I personally loved when the camera panned to Carmelo Anthony and he's just like, I'm not having this, y'all. I don't want any parts of this (laughs) Vanessa Carlton karaoke off right now.
2: Yeah, he was not interested. But later, he, you know, of course, was asked about it because, you know, the media cycle has to feed on something. (laughs) So why not Instagram post about Vanessa Carlton? And what did Melo say? Mello apologized to Vanessa, who, you <laughs> who, know, actually, who tweeted. actually tweeted about it. You know, Vanessa
3: was like, I get it, though the boys did sound pretty good. So she yeah, wasn't she, even mad at it at all, which yeah, is. Yeah, no, she
2: was like, I think I get it to Carmelo, like, you know. Just a little tease, and she, And then he was like, "I'm sorry, Vanessa. I'm just not a morning person. You know, like I just. They all try and like <laughs> make fun of me. So I think Carmelo might be like the grumpy dad on the Aww. on the trip because like they're pretty young, like Jimmy Butler and DeMar. DeRuco yeah, and those guys. Um, you know, and Mello's and like the seasoned vet. Yeah, he's like not the, here for the antics. No, not at all. Maybe but if, it if it was a different like song choice, perhaps. <laughs> I wonder what song Mello would want to sing-along too. he owns his own label what I yeah. didn't know that yeah he has a label I'd have to google the name of it but he
3: definitely has like
2: all artists. right <laughs> well there you go just like the the thing is this gets deeper with like every episode we find new so many ways different you'll see in the Brandon Marshall interview fact. he is 100% behind the balling out cause yeah I will just put that out there but you will hear all that when it happens I just discovered today that childish gamino recorded his last album in a house Owned by Chris Bosch. See?
3: Who knew? Random things that you find on Google. Yes. Um, in other news, our weekly Drake update, he was spotted with Scottie Pippen at yeah. a party, I Wasn't believe. was it
2: Kanye in the picture too? Kanye was yeah. also
3: in the photo, so we can't forget about Kanye or else because Kanye Kanye. But Drake was the one Kanye. who posted about it. Didn't yes. Didn't he have
2: like a corny caption? He that? did. Oh
3: my goodness. It was, was ultra light like... beam related.
2: Oh yeah, it was... This Ultra, is something that Scotty I would do. Scotty Ultralight or Ultralight Scotty Beam Me Up or Scotty Ultralight Beam Me Up or something yes, like that. Yes, Ultralight Beam Me Up Scotty. There you there go. We you, go. Got it. I was you got it. I was close. I
3: was close. And he and actually, Drake admitted to having three different captions until he settled on this pun-filled one. Yeah, OK. Which is Foe something I would Drake. do. So I can't <laughs> even hate on Drake, because that is something I would do, would just sit there thinking, you know, writing up drafts I mean, that's of a, captions. Of course
2: he does that, though, because he has like <laughs> 700 bazillion Instagram followers. So everything he posts he knows is like newsworthy. So yes. he has to, you know, be but, careful with you know, it. But. Just to, I wonder what that conversation was like. Who knows? I something absurd. I'm sure <laughs> with Drake. I only accept expect the most absurd. So
3: I mean, he did have a fun-filled OVO fest this past weekend in his native yes. Toronto. Yes. Um, though it was less star-studded in than past years. But I like feel Kanye like. was there, right? Kanye I was just there, and like The and conversation Rihanna.
2: around it was yeah. just not no. like people just. I think because last year was so hyped because it was in the middle of like Meek versus Drake, yeah. you know, and so everyone was and like, all oh, eyes God. were what? on. Drake. what's gonna happen and this yeah. year it's kind of just like okay Drake doing his thing with all his yeah. friends you know
3: and now there's a, a rumored Kanye joint project that could happen whether it's an album or mixtape remains to be seen but I'm sure all of your favorite NBA and NFL ballers will be, we'll be listening, listening to it, definitely
2: I sort of don't know if I would like that but maybe it would be it wouldn't be watch Go. the throne that's all I know no. <laughs> 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 with the hot takes um, yeah this is where we need the flex bombs Adele and I have discussed how we really need a flex bomb button yeah so, so that we can stay emulate tuned the for um,
3: possible sound effects in future episodes um but elsewhere in Drake's world uh this Joe button beef just seems like it won't die <laughs> I
2: just and don't i think this is worthy like, of an
3: injury report shout out don't yeah you think? i think
2: injury report to joe budden but also maybe to drake because why are you beefing with joe budden <laughs> like i just don't understand like why is this even a conversation like joe budden hasn't been relevant for like a decade
3: oh i mean but he's still podcasting out here he's <laughs> running or chasing uh drake fans that were apparently harassing him at his home i know
2: but she's like what
3: and then literally today he dropped merch like merchandise a line inspired oh by God. i guess someone made a meme of button as he was running and it's actually pretty hilarious so I mean, for 30 dollars, so you two can own a hat <laughs> and a shirt with a joe button running meme on it
2: i mean good for joe button for capitalizing i guess i saw this tweet today that made me laugh it was some sort of like hot takey think piece it was like why joe button has changed the nature of podcasting and i was just <laughs> what is happening so apparently adele and i need to be you know taking we need to take notes from, right from mr button maybe we can have him on to like you to know, discuss to give us some lessons i mean you know?
3: and also um before we leave the button beat um apparently <laughs> which is a vital part of our <laughs> which podcast. is right as
2: you've noticed from week to week all we can ever talk about is joe button um, hey bump it up um okay <laughs> 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 Um, he
3: also appeared on the ESPN podcast, Be Honest with Carrie Champion, and said that Drake allegedly slid into his DMs on Instagram, basically taunting and Instagram him. DM inviting Instagram so to to his em- like, Yeah. What? First, Drake invite well, allegedly invited Joe Budden to one of his five, six, seven MSG shows that's happening in New York this week. Okay. Which I will be attending on Friday. On my birthday! birthday. <laughs> Turn up. Um... And then also, like, asking him to record, like, I, I forget the actual number of, I thought it was of like beef workers. But it was, like, a substantial number. And he
2: was like, I'll give you money if you record this I money know. or something weird. And
3: then there were, like, weird emojis. So... I mean, only time will tell what this.
2: It's just like, why are you? Why is this a thing? This is like when Drake took shots at Mr. Vegas. Just <laughs> yeah. like punch at your random. own weight. Like, why are you like talking to these people who like? I could mean, never even. We come live up in to this in a world place? where
3: everything is news, so yeah. it's like no. He's keeping even his name if in yeah. The room. I mean, yeah. even yeah. if he doesn't address it, some reporter or someone somewhere is going to ask him about it, and he's going to have to address it at some point. In
2: life. When does Drake ever talk to anyone? <laughs> he doesn't have to. Very true, but to he
3: anyone. should be appearing on Ballin' Out. So, yeah, Drake, if to, if you're Drake, listening, Drake, we have a
2: special segment just for you. Yes, so,
3: the Drake update. So. Even <laughs> given
2: my personal proclivities, I would like to formally <laughs> invite you to Ballin' Out cuz I know you're listening. Um, this is the kind of thing that like Drake is low key like very good at the internet. So, I feel like he's tapped into like he's all very kinds of weird well-versed shit well versed in you know? internetting. So, he could probably come across our podcast. That's not unheard of. Right. you know dare to dream
3: um however we do have to give um a real mvp shout out to a man that we've been waiting on for the past what four years his name is frank ocean
2: frank ocean
3: he finally came out of obscurity or whatever corner of the internet he was hiding in and
2: uh (laughs) tumblr that's what corner of the internet actually yeah you're right
3: tumblr (laughs) he finally put up some semblance of a possible of something. album.
2: Something. I mean, it's a video of him building a staircase or something. Right? Some type yeah. of
3: art project that he might have learned in his woodshop okay. class Do you want from to hear my,
2: like, in-depth Frank Ocean theory? Yes. It's, it's actually not that in-depth, but it's, it's more <laughs> of a hot take than a theory. But, like, I think if the album were actually good, he would have just dropped it and not done, mm. not given it a release date. Because mm. if it were good, he wouldn't need any hype. You know what I mean? Like, if it were good, he would just let the songs, like, speak for themselves. But instead, he's doing this whole, like, conceptual faux performance art whatever thing. Apple Music exclusive. Exactly. Like, just, like, all the lead up and the drama. And, like, every single outlet is tweeting about this, like, 500 times. And Billboard is no exception. It's like, Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean, the new album, the new album. It's, like, just, it's a clicks storm and like you know <laughs> it is a which is storm. great for us I guess but it's just like I that's my theory mm-hmm. if the album were good he would just let it go
3: I also just to counter your point Frank Ocean is one hell of a musician singer songwriter for sure. and I'm I'm convinced he's a perfectionist so I feel like his own overthinking might have prevented him from releasing an album sooner but then again in this day and age what's you know what's the standard for releasing things there's no there's no no, there's no timetable it's like whenever you want to drop a project you can, whether it's on SoundCloud or through a streaming service, yeah. as many people are doing. I mean, And that's, look,
2: like, what Chance does. You know, yeah, you just, like, chance, let yeah. it rip, you know, which is just kind of, like. I mean,
3: he was still backed by Apple Music, but right. the rollout but process is it just on as important.
2: SoundCloud, like, first for a second or something, and then. I think it was on, on like, DatPiff. And then. Yeah. For, yep. Oh, we talked about that. Yep, that yep. Thing, but. So, I mean,
3: the rollout process is becoming just as important as the actual content, which in a way it kind of, I don't know if the art suffers in that way, but you know, it's also just kind of like what Kanye said, you know, when he was like, I need all these people in a room, Larry Jackson from Apple, Jay-Z, let's just just give the music to the kids, which is which I agree. agree.
2: Yeah, definitely. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I'm totally wrong. This is just like my perception.
3: I mean, maybe next episode we'll finally have that long-awaited Frank Ocean Pre-motion. Boys Don't Cry album and we can just be emo on the podcast next week um, but for now we have two awesome interviews coming up. First up we have Little Dirk from Chi-Town he's going to be discussing uh, what is he going to be discussing he's actually going to be discussing his album Little Dirk two times not Little Dirk twice <laughs> going to a fashion show with Andre Iguodala yep. betting on the Warriors
2: and, the bill- and whether and the he balls, plays Pokemon Go yeah I just said the Bills. He's, I know. He's not going to talk about the Bills. He distinctly said he does not like football. So, <laughs> no football in the no little Dirk segment. We'll That's just keep it all. NBA
3: focused. Yeah. And then right after that, we have Brandon Marshall of the Jets, who's literally going to be talking about everything. So, stay tuned
1: and hear the interviews. I'm going to do the money walk. Yeah. Walkin like I got money. I'm going to do the money walk. All this right, game.
3: everybody. Welcome to episode eight with Little Dirk straight from Chi Town. How's everything
1: going? I'm doing good. How y'all feeling? Good. Pretty, good,
3: pretty good. How has New York been treating you these past couple of days?
1: Oh, good. I'm saying they definitely been treating me good, and it's better cause. Y'all yeah, got the mood, the mood light in here. So. Yeah, yeah, we do. The, our
3: viewers, our, our listeners can't see, but we actually yeah. have a really <laughs> a dimly lit room right now, you know, setting the mood for Little Dirk. Yeah, some ambiance. So yeah. exciting news for you. You have your upcoming album coming out on July 22nd, Little Dirk 2X or twice? How do I say it uh, the 2X, right way? 2X. 2X. Like two times. All right, two times. Why yeah. is it called Little Dirk 2X? Uh,
1: that's what they, what's what they call me. you know what I'm saying? So it ain't a no real big story behind it, but I look at it like, I'm going to say like Second Chance.
3: Second chance. I feel like there, there's a deeper meaning to that.
1: This second sir? chance? Yeah. It yeah, definitely is. Just the whole thing. <laughs> like, like, definitely is? No, uh, just the whole thing. Just like, I'm saying, getting out of jail. I'm saying, that second chance. I'm uh, saying, sure. being in my kid's life again. It's just a lot of things going with Like, my daddy had life in jail. Uh, he got two years left. Wow. Second that's crazy. Chance. Well, that's congrats crazy. to
3: your dad, too. Two years <laughs> left. I mean, yeah. you know, he's been in there for 22 years, correct? 23. 23, wow. that's crazy, so what has that, um, you know, as a father yourself, how has seeing your own dad go through certain situations kind of, you know, shaped the way that you are as a parent?
1: Uh, just I just don't want to make the same mistakes he did, you know what I'm saying, with my son, you know what I'm saying, because I was in jail when my son was born, yeah, so that really, like, got me on track and more focused on, on life, period, like, outside of me, just period.
3: Mm-hmm. Right For sure And on this album I feel like you kind of Experiment a little bit more Especially when you listen To songs like True And uh, She Just Wanted With Ty Dolla Sign. It's like You're kind of Celebrating all the The fruits of your labor yeah. Basically Is that the kind of The state of mind That, that you're in right now
1: Yeah that's how it sounds I you got like More up-tempo tracks It's like more I had more fun with this Than uh, anything good. I'm saying
3: What I made t- you decide To go that way?
1: Uh, the last album I'm saying It was just like we used to see it. i was saying? I was taking everybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. And this time I just did me. For sure.
3: How is it different um, in terms of the creative process uh, it, as far as your 300 Days, 300 Nights mixtape and then coming into Little Dirk twice?
1: You um, Little Dirk twice. I did. <laughs> Little Dirk two times. <laughs> in oh just my memory. Um, just, um, it's just it, ain't, it ain't really that different because I was in the same mind frame as Little Dirk 3, uh, the mixtape. 300 Days, 300 Nights. So it's like, it, I use it, I even use music that supposed to be on there. You know what I'm saying? so. Did
3: well, you feel like you had to kind of satisfy, like, the club records and then the deep cuts and then songs for the ladies on this record?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely had to do that. You know what I'm saying? Did something for the streets, the females, the clubs, personal situations. You know you got to feel all errors when you do an album. You do anything, definitely. really.
2: Got to show your range, for sure.
1: <laughs> Talent.
3: <laughs> and now, I know in um, past interviews, you've mentioned that you played a little ball growing up when yeah. you were in Chicago. It was either basketball or the streets, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you feeling about everything that's
1: going
2: on in, with the Chicago Bulls right now? I was going to say, it almost relates to the theme of your album, Second Chance, you know? Like, yeah, are they going to get they, a second they, chance they, next they, season? Nah, like, They,
1: they got a second chance, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> with uh, D-Rose and Kane. Yeah, that, them leaving. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, man, I'm not a Bulls fan no more.
2: Really? Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Cause oh, they serious? tried to, because they they tried to give give away Jimmy Butler. Right. And I was saying, mm-hmm. but it didn't work. So I was like, I ain't no Bulls fan. But Rondo had came and D Wade, mm-hmm. so they kind of. How do you change. feel about D Wade?
2: That's kind
1: of crazy. Yeah, he back home.
3: You're
1: right. So I feel I feel good about the Bulls. Now they gave me a little hope.
3: Were yeah. you surprised that um, D Wade made that move?
1: Yeah, but I said I'm like I'm like he should have came. I, I thought it was too late, and I looked up on Twitter. He was trending. I'm like, oh yeah, the bull. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm back a bulls. You man. You <laughs> the second be... you
2: saw that trending topic, yeah, hey,
1: I'm back of yeah. bulls. Man.
3: <laughs> what has been your whole, um, I guess, perception of this super team that's been formed on the Warriors now that Kevin Durant is over with See, Steph I've been, Curry? I've been,
1: and... I've been with the Warriors, so so when they made that move, I'm like, oh yeah. They tell me, why would he do that? I'm like, uh, they want to win. Else would they do it? I'm saying for some people be mad at them, but you want to go, you want a ring. Obviously, it tell ain't the money.
2: But the Warriors didn't even get the ring this year.
1: Yes. But they got a ring. They do. They, they do won. have a ring. Yeah, Everybody ain't got a ring. I mean, but they gonna get it. gonna get it this year again.
2: What do you think about the theory that Kevin Durant only went to the Warriors to get rid of Lil' B's curse? <laughs> oh my god! He laughs. <laughs> Lil' just laughs.
1: Yeah, I feel good about Kenny going to the Warriors. I bet it on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you did yeah I bet on the Warriors last year oh, that, okay.
3: so how, but so did, how much oh, money did money I know I was, or win
1: my baby mom was listening oh no, <laughs> oh, no. Nah, was, that's bad a, move, huh? my nah, man yeah, smart yeah. move I won a couple thousand from him you know what I'm saying and I just did equal dollar at the fashion show no. right
2: what fashion show was this
1: Rochambeau Rochambeau okay. <laughs> did
2: you talk
1: Rochambeau? to him did you just did see you get, him, get to you talk, really? I, yeah, I talk to Iggy yeah I talked to him what do you say? Yeah, the first thing I asked him was, y'all finna take another ring off <laughs> Yeah, because KD over there. So, we got a couple of LeBron fans in here, yeah. kind of mad right now.
3: <laughs> I mean, but, you know, it's, all, it's, it's kind of like this theme of, and, you know, and LeBron James has experienced this in the past, you know, moving around, but people often criticize you for lack of loyalty if they feel like you're trying to go somewhere to further your career. Have you ever felt like you were ever in that situation, being a rapper?
1: Um... I never, I never put myself in a tight position, you know what I'm saying? But definitely just getting signed, period. You know what I'm right. saying? People will look like, what is he doing? Oh, you're in the streets. I'm, a, I'm better than myself as a person.
3: And you're also loading up your pocket, too.
1: Yeah, I love, my, I love fashion, rings, cars, of course. Of course. So you're going to do whatever to get it, right? For sure. Legal. What, exactly. about, um,
3: <laughs> what about Tim Duncan's retirement after 19 seasons? Swap.
1: Tim Duncan. guess what I totally yeah, agree I'm a Spurs OG, fan so. <laughs> you no know I'm saying like him Kobe like they the same type like to me like he's he been in it for so long how many rings Tim Duncan got he got five rings
3: <laughs> thank you Peter King from Def tech yeah. five rings yeah, five real. and he keeps it low he
2: keeps a low profile he's not out here like that he just lets his skill talk for himself on the court he just gave like his one post-retirement interview today to his friend <laughs> it was like literally he was just like I'm gonna like chat with my friend and broadcast it and that's mm-hmm. my retirement interview for sure
3: um, and then lastly wanted to know are you playing Pokemon Go?
1: Uh, I dang that look oh he's bringing up the phone <laughs> he is showing us the app
3: on his phone. Which Pokemon best matches your personality?
1: Um, see, I ain't gonna lie, I just got it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I used to know, I used to know about but, Pokemon. Yeah, like, yeah, but like, were you know,
2: into it like back in the day? Yeah, I, mean, I used
1: to know about Pikachu, Ratchu
3: All, all, all the basic
1: Pokemon. he's no, like, I know about he's all Pretending of them,
2: like, like he doesn't know, but he does. No, no, I
1: forgot, <laughs> I forgot. Like, I forgot like all the characters. Like, I used to have holographic cards. Me too. Same. I used to all Same. All Pokemon Same. cards.
3: But like seeing Chazar, something, Ar- Chazar, Ar- yes, <laughs> right, Charmander, the whole yeah. family, the whole crew. But like, isn't it wild to see something from your childhood just come back and out take the over
1: the world? Out of the blue, yeah. I'm like, I, I started seeing like Pokemon.
2: It's like yeah, what? it really seems like it came out of nowhere. Like everyone, like literally with one day, and everybody yeah, so Pokemon, was like, "I'm Pokemon, Pokemon playing
1: Pokemon." That's going right back up now, right? <laughs> for um, for real. Cards. That's Do you insane. think
2: you would ever write a song about Pokemon?
1: So well, they couldn't check that. So. Oh, there you go. There you go. you gotta rappers. be the very best. Give <laughs> everything. Yeah.
3: But was there anything else about your album that you wanted to mention to our listeners?
1: Yeah, I'm saying just it's, it's, it's a good album this time. I'm saying last, <laughs> last time was good. You but have to say that about every, every album you man, release. Man, last, last, album. last time was cool. I, <laughs> like I said, it just I ain't put my own thoughts into it. Feel me? So this album is more than me. So I hope y'all enjoy. It.
3: All right. Well, Little Dirk, two okay. times, July twenty second, and I said two times, not twice. See, <laughs> Little, Dirk, Little Dirk, Little Dirk, Thank you so much for with here. I wanna be the very
1: best.
2: So next up, special for Adele's birthday week, we have New York Jets wide receiver, Brandon Marshall.
3: So Ballin' Out is taping live from Soho with a very special guest. Hmm. His name is Brandon Marshall, wide receiver of the Jets. Brandon, welcome to Ballin' Out.
0: Hey, this is awesome. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful morning in New York. Look at this background. Yeah, it's I know. We're going to have to
3: show our uh, listeners. Um, so to start things off, I know that you teamed with Chance Sports for this We Know Game campaign. Talk a little bit about the inspiration behind it.
0: You know what? <laughs> it's, it's all about the moment. And uh, it could have been any moment. And we got on the phone and they, you know, they just asked me, you know, what was that one moment that changed your life? And I' tried to break it up and not focus on you know the entirety, you know the, my entire life and just focus on um, these last 10 years since I've been uh, in the NFL with a, a spotlight on me, and there was this one moment where uh, I didn't know who I was, And uh, I was sitting in my closet, and my wife really, you know, she freed me from. Uh, or pushed me to the next level, you know, and and, and basically give you guys a little background. What happened was, uh, I was a young kid, uh, accomplished my my goals and dreams from when I was six years old at the age of 22. So I had access to everything in the world, anything in the world, and I was living life, and uh, I really didn't know what life was all about, and uh, I I would say I was kind of living reckless, hanging around the wrong people associated with the wrong people and what happened is I ended up in the outpatient program for three months so McLean Hospital uh, and I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and and basically what that is it's uh, emotional disorder where you know we all can be in the same room something happens we all get pissed off but it may take me longer to get back down the baseline. Uh, and It's just having the skills and tools to be able to cope and deal with the emotions. So I, I spent three months not only digging up all the trash from my childhood and the good things from my childhood and trying to figure out what was going on, and uh, but I also learned how to deal with all the stress and all of the challenges that come with being a professional athlete. Uh, but anyway, long story short, you know, I left there. I knew the spotlight was gonna be on me. Uh, I went from you know every Sunday in the you know during a game, having one or two cameras on me to now like five or six, right. where people were waiting for my reaction, waiting to see what was you know how I would respond to certain situations. so you know that was just a microcosm of my whole life. you know, I knew that you know there was gonna be so many eyeballs on me, so you know, I tried to put this persona up like everything was good and like I was this clean cut, clean cut you know, professional person. And I found myself, you know, uh, uncomfortable in my own skin. After I just worked through all of these issues, I found myself wearing clothes that I really didn't like but I thought that would look good for, uh, you know, being on television, uh, being a professional athlete and uh, this one moment happened where I was sitting in the closet right before a game and I literally was sitting in my closet for an hour and I couldn't figure out what to wear. Like I had this suit in one hand, I had this freaking collared shirt in one another. You know, I'm looking at this linen piece, you know, with loafers and drivers and that's not who I was, it's not what I wanted to be. And my wife came in and she just said, baby be yourself. And I threw on a, a fitted hat, a Marlins fitted hat, a white tee, some jeans, uh, some sneakers, and I jumped in my 71 Cutlass with four 15s in the back and took off, to the, <laughs> took off to the game and had an awesome game. And since then I've never looked back and I've been maturing and growing into my own skin. Mm-hmm.
3: And I think that's an important point, too, because we see athletes, you know, show and prove every single day physically. But there's also that mental health aspect to it. So what has been like a technique that you use when, once you feel yourself just overthinking things? Like, yeah. do you take a yoga class? Do you yeah. what are some of the things that you do to so, make sure your mental health is intact?
0: Yeah. So one of the things I learned at McLean Hospital, when I was there for three months was um, mindfulness. Uh, I brought all, I, at the time, I was doing yoga, but didn't understand how powerful it was. But I knew, you know, the reason why I did it was in, it wasn't because of the physical. It was because I was in a point in my life where I was so stressed out, and I found every time I did yoga, you know, I fall asleep so easy, so fast, and so peacefully. Uh, and it wasn't until I was at McLean, I was like, man, dang, yoga that was that was really like my therapy during that time. Uh, but now, uh, I. I spend five minutes every single day on this app called Lucid where uh, I do sports psychology and I also do um, words of affirmation. Uh, so, you know, I meditate and, I, and not only do I meditate during that period, I also meditate throughout the whole day and it's really more mindfulness and noting and gazing practices. You have to be able to take care of yourself mentally, but we focus so much on the physical, whether it's in sports, it's in music, or if it's just in life. But no one focused on a 90% of the of what, what makes up, you know, us being healthy, and that's the mental.
2: Major key right. alert
3: from <laughs> Brandon Marshall.
2: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think yeah. that's such a great thing to point out. And what was the? How did you come to doing it as a song? You know, yeah. to get this across in a because you have this song with Ti and Quavo. Baller yeah. alert. Where how did that all come to you to get it across? Get your message across this what's, way.
0: What's interesting is when I'm off the field, you know, I. So as an athlete, you have to be a competitor. You have to be like. A, you know, and I say this just using words, don't take it literally, but you have to be like an assassin out there. And, you know, but you also have to be able to turn that switch on and off. And, I see, I, you know, you, you look at some of our guys having troubles in the league, some of my troubles when I first got in the league, guys don't know how to control those emotions, control that switch, where on the court, on the field, you can be that guy, turn it on, go take someone's head off. But off the field, you got to be loving, caring, compassionate, and all those other things. And uh, we grew up, you know, being built that way. And this song really, um, you know, once they heard the story, they literally just jumped in jumped in a booth and, like, knocked it out, like, really fast. And when I first heard it, I was like, yo, this is this is me on the field. You know, that was that moment where, you know, I went from listening to classical music and trying to wear linens riding right to the game in my Mercedes Benz, you know, this little cool little punk car. Uh, but then I said, no, I'm gonna put on my fitted hat and I'm, put in, I'm gonna jump in my old school. I'm gonna turn up the music all the way. And that song really represents who I am on Sundays when I'm headed to the game. and. Um, you know, I just I appreciate them because now I got something I can really ride out to <laughs> throughout the, the the season.
3: For sure. Have you ever contemplated becoming a rapper at one point in your life?
0: No, I, I contemplate like all. <laughs> I <laughs> contemplate it all the time. Yeah. You're going to well, what about. is uh, ball players want to be? Ball players right, want to yeah. be That's rappers. The rappers want to yeah. be at- athletes. You know, I actually, when I went through that phase, which, which I did when I was in Denver back in like 2007, I put a studio in my house like most athletes and I just wanted to be like the boss. Like that's all I wanted to do. So I would sit in there with a glass of wine and listen to my people just get in the booth and, and lay something down.
3: That's so, so there's awesome. like Brandon Marshall rap cuts in the stash somewhere that we don't there know is. about. Oh, You've got the secret hard there drives. Is. I, got, I, got, I got a few bars.
0: You know.
2: And <laughs> I know that Darrell Rivas has a
0: studio as well, he so does. you should employ that. He does, he does. But I, those days are over. I'm on something else now.
2: <laughs> We're not going to get you to freestyle right now yeah.
0: if we like,
2: get sway, you know,
0: yeah. right, sway style real.
2: beats happening. Yeah, but being from
3: Pittsburgh, did you ever run into like Wiz Khalifa or anything like that?
0: Actually, I did. You, Crazy yeah. story my rookie year. I just got goosebumps thinking about that. That's, a, that's an awesome question. Good job. Um, so, 2006, 2006 was my rookie year, and uh, we played the Steelers, and uh, it was a it was a away game. So we flew in, and uh, one of my best friends, who's uh, named Smalls, who you know was pretty, he was the man in Pittsburgh, you know, both in the streets and also uh, you know pursuing this this, this rap gig, and. Uh, like he literally was the man. Like everyone loved him. G O V, Smalls, Little, like he was the man. And we I flew in, he picked me up, took me to the studio, and then I'm sitting in the studio and in comes Wiz. Really? Yeah, and right. and what was interesting is so we spent a couple we spent a couple hours there and there was this dude, you know, we were in one room with about four or five, six six dudes and having a good time and Wiz was in this booth or in this little room by himself for hours just working and grinding wow. and grinding. I was like, man, this dude seems interesting. But when we left, um, I remember I remember Small saying, like, Yeah, that's like my little youngin right there. <laughs> you know, like he he may be the next one after me after I blow. But what ended up happening, Wiz end up taking off and those guys are still trying. But, but Pittsburgh's music scene is coming up. You got Boaz. Mm-hmm. You heard of Boaz? I
3: have heard his name. Yes.
0: Okay, Boaz. You got to get Boaz on here. <laughs> when Smalls get out, we got to get Smalls. But Wiz really took it to a whole new level, and that was my first time really uh, interacting with Wiz. And since then, we've stayed in contact here and there. Uh, you know. So, yeah, that's my people. Yeah,
3: got to the so black cool. and yellow. Yeah. I was actually at Jets training camp yesterday.
0: Really? Yes, I was.
3: And I heard you guys playing a little bit of Future during the warm-up. <laughs> is that, like, a normal thing? Who controls the playlist when it comes to the warm up? The
0: players do. Yeah. yeah. So what happens is, um, you know, we have a list on the wall in the locker room. So you just if you, there's a particular song that you want to hear, you just go write it up, write it on there, and then they'll play it. So, yeah, we try to get the juices flowing before. And that's You know, that's a – you know, so what you guys always talk about is how um, sports and, and, and music is so similar, you know, and 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 interconnected. And uh, for us, you see these players, whether it's basketball, football, even tennis. Um, you know, as soon as that music come on, it just takes them to a whole another level mentally and physically. You just get everything going. And for us, it's a great way to start and also uh, keep us. Where we need to be, you know, because it's like music does something to you mentally when you really listen to the words and really feel the, feel the rhythm, the beat, uh, and then it also moves your body. Like you can't <laughs> help when a nice song come on or, or dope beat come on to really move. So it's just great for energy.
3: Hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. We're gonna hear Baller Alert on there for <laughs> right. sure one time. Yeah. Um, but who else is on your playlist?
0: You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I don't. I, I <laughs> I, I don't listen to a ton of rap, um, you know. I'm a Christian, so it's I listen okay. to a lot of gospel. So I'm, I'm listening to a lot of like um, dope uh, Christian artists, um, like Lecrae. I was gonna say, yeah, Lecrae, yeah, is yeah. dope. Um, you have um, you know another little dope track that just came out was Charles Jenkins uh, winning. It's a, it's a, I wouldn't say it's rap, but it's a, it, it's it's awesome. Um, but now I'm starting to get back into rap, you know, because I'm tired of being in the locker room and, you know, like Kevin Gates came on like <laughs> two years ago and I'm like, who is this dude? You know, but now I can't stop listening to Kevin Gates. He's great. Uh, Chance the Rapper, I remember being mm-hmm. in Chicago a couple years ago and uh, he was at like Lollapalooza and he, he was just bouncing around too much for me <laughs> when I seen it. It was like a video and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just pass on Chance. But now, like, I really believe, like, Chance is going to push Drake, you know? Like, and I can't stop listening to Chance right now. Like, his, uh, what is it called? Coloring Book? Yeah. That's what it is? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Coloring Book is just dope. It is. It's dope. And um, I think he might be. I might. I think he might be dethroning uh, Drake right now. Uh oh! Yeah. Oh, hot takes. Hot takes. That's the headline. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I
2: think. I mean, that's interesting that you say that because I feel like Chance definitely has some gospel vibes, even mm-hmm. a little bit, like very like positive and uplifting yeah. kind mm-hmm. of messages. What's like the most unexpected thing you've heard at training camp or like on your Jets playlists?
0: Yeah. Um, unexpected. Nothing really. Nothing.
3: Fitz well. doesn't he play did. any Mumford and Sons. <laughs> he told us. He told he us told that us Mumford that and Sons was his he, favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Nothing yet. Like coach will, he'll mix it up a little bit when it, when it gets a little uh, stale out there. Coach might mix it up, but as of right now, it's just uh, whatever's hot right now. We're listening to, it. and that's everything. That's not only rap, but it's also country. It's rock. We listen a little bit of everything.
3: Yeah. Nice. Describe reuniting with Ryan Fitzpatrick Because it was coming yeah. down to the wire We had no idea what was going to happen Coming down to the wire did it come down to the wire? <laughs> did it come down to, down to the wire? Having to text you to yeah. get into the building? Like, uh-huh. what, oh what, what is it like Being back
2: on the field with him?
0: You know what is everything um, This guy, everyone fo- like Again, everyone focused so much on the physical When uh, It's not about that you know, That's only 10% of life That's only 10% of sport and this guy, mentally, we obviously know his pedigree. Harvard grad, um, just an amazing mind. He's brilliant, um, and his leadership is off the charts. He's the type of guy that, you know, after practice, he's sitting in the laundry room with the equipment manager, who's, who just took our sweaty jerseys off our back, and they're putting it in there. Uh, he's sitting there having his lunch with those guys. He may be sitting with the video department. You know, he's all over the place, and guys rally around him and uh, you know that's what you want out of your leader that's a that's a sign of a great leader when you know everyone in the building rallies behind him and um we're we're lucky to have him he makes all of us better he makes our, our younger quarterbacks better and he puts us in position to win every single week
3: and now what inspired you to issue a challenge to Antonio Brown <laughs> <I hope laughs> and that. tell him you know what give me your Rolls Royce if I yeah. get more yards <laughs> p- than you <laughs>
0: Well, uh, one, you know, there's no gambling in the NFL. No, of so course no, not, of course no, <laughs> not. Right? No, there's no money involved there no. whatsoever. <laughs> well, um, there's games within the game. And uh, it's just, fun. it's no different than rap, right? You know, Drake sitting at the top, and then dudes are going to challenge him. They're not going to let him just sit there Joe like Button. everything's sweet, right? Yeah. And the same thing with Antonio Brown, but not just him, but Odell Beckham Jr. Um, you have Julio Jones. It's this new era of youngsters, right? It's this, it, it, sports is starting to um, really embrace our culture, uh, really, really embracing our flavor. Like the NFL's been stale for so long, but now you know, you're starting to see guys really step outside the box and be themselves. And this new culture is just taking, taking it to a whole nother level, not only with their, um, their character on the field, but also their play. And as an old head, you know, I'm 32, <laughs> you know, I'm not going let to the, let the bus leave me. So, you <laughs> know, know, I'm just spicing up a little bit, letting him know that, you know, hey, you, know, you ain't going to just run away with this thing. And it's interesting because I was just with him in LA, we did a little photo shoot for ESPN, um, uh, Monday right. Night Football Open. And he walked up to me and he's like, yo, how many times you had um, 100 catches in a season? How many years in a row? Like he's all these things that you know mark greatness in my career. He's really watching because he wants to break them. And I'm like, yo, I still got a couple more years. I'm gonna put this thing way out there. It ain't gonna be easy for you, you know. Like I, you know, how many thousand yard seasons in a row? How many times I've caught in a hundred balls uh, in a season? Like he's really writing those things down. People don't understand. Like this guy is a student of the game. He loves it. And he's trying to break every single record.
3: That's crazy. And then it brings it all back to champs we know game campaign because you guys know game and you're yeah, constantly exactly. keeping each other on uh, on your toes. Exactly.
0: <laughs> we know game.
3: Baller alert. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time yes, today. It was a pleasure you. having you, and good luck Thanks to the for Jets. Thanks for you, you guys.
0: Thank you guys. If one more label try to stop me, it's gonna be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby.
3: And that was New York Jets wide receiver, Pittsburgh rep, former wannabe rapper because he wanted to be a rapper at one point in his life, like many of
2: us have, Uh, Brandon (laughs) Marshall. (laughs) Adele's about to drop some bars right now. Birthday bars. Birthday bars. No birthday birthday freestyle. Maybe on the next episode. (laughs)
3: Um, But this is such a fun episode to do. Getting to interview people in person is a lot Better obviously than doing it over you the phone because you get to dynamic. connect, yeah, yeah. You get to connect with these people, and I feel like when people meet Natalie and I, it's just a party. Every yeah, time.
2: I mean, what can we say? We're very, very charming in case you couldn't <laughs> tell over the podcast, you know, like people in case you couldn't tell untimble. through your headphones, yeah. Um, but yeah, so oh, and also, shout out since we are so charming. If you do want to do a balling out fantasy league, I'm trying to convince Adele that this is a great idea. She doesn't want to play. She's never played before. Let's make Adele play fantasy football. It's
3: not that I don't want to play, I just don't know if I'll be any good at it because nobody
2: you can't know that until you try
3: yeah very true Natalie got me with that one so yes if you do want to participate in fantasy league with us just tweet at us you can find us both at our names at Adele Platon on Twitter at Natalie Weiner on Twitter Mm -hmm. and pretty much every other uh, social media channel but let us know and then right after you tweet us you can totally listen to us via iTunes or Acast billboard.com subscribe.
2: subscribe and like rate and leave a review and say like what you think if you thought like, our interviews are trash like you can just say, say that just we'd love it you'd be like wow this is the worst podcast I've ever heard and one we would star love you. we would love you for it we might not love you but we'll <laughs> we'll appreciate the effort we'll be like wow if somebody listened and somebody heard what we said and they thought it was stupid but that doesn't matter because we think we're awesome so,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so on that note <laughs> till next time Peace. We no game, we no-